Well, all right. This is Dr. Tony Alvarado, your host for Harmonize Your Life Conversations on Self-Care for Women of Color podcast. And we are ready for another dynamic session on today with our guest, Latasha Joanne Watson. All right, Latasha, it's good to have you with us on today. Thank you. It's good to be here. I am so glad to have you as our guest on the Harmonize Your Life podcast. And um, I'm just excited about you being here with me today to have this conversation about just self-care and particularly to share your story, to share your journey uh, with our podcast uh, audience you know, um, I want to say um, to um, my listeners that um, Latasha uh, has a, an amazing story of triumph, and I'm going to let her share her story, but I'm just so proud of her. I have known her since she was a little girl. Mm-hmm. We are actually God sisters. We met when we were both, uh, when I, well, I'm a little older than she is, but <laughs> uh, but I met her when she was a little girl and I was a, 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 I was much younger. And um, watched her grow up. And I'm just so proud of the things that she has um, come through. And I must say, uh, Latasha, um, having heard your story the other week, I actually had an opportunity to hear your story a few weeks ago on Facebook Live. And I must say, you know, having known you all these years, I still didn't know some of the things that you had experienced. I knew some of it, but I didn't know all of it. And so I'm after sitting there and listening to you um, a few weeks ago, share your story on Facebook. I knew that I had to have you on the podcast. And so I just um, want us to talk today. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited that you are here with us. And our topic today, um, overcoming trauma, pain and abuse is what I want to talk about and particularly just wanting you to share your story. So talk to us. Uh, Well, about it is, I'm I'm so thankful to be here. And I just think it's like full circle because you remember me when I was a little kid, but I don't remember ever not knowing you. That's how long it's been. (laughs) So it's it's such a joy to be sitting here talking to you um, on your podcast. Um, About six years ago um, in March, I had, I went to, I woke up and I felt like I was having a stroke and I had one before. So I kind of knew what it felt like. Um, I get rushed to the hospital and it indeed, I was having a stroke and this time was a little bit different um, because I started losing the mobility, which was uh, being able to move my right side. And so I I felt it getting weaker and weaker. And usually that's how you um, a stroke. And um, I had, uh, by the time the evening came, because this was morning, by the time the afternoon, late afternoon, evening came, I had lost all mobility on my right side. Mm -hmm. And so that was 
devastating all in itself. And um, I stayed in week. I stayed in the hospital for about five weeks. I went through rehabilitation. Um, I come out. I had some movement, but still very little. And I had to now learn life a whole different way. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I had a four-year-old, a little girl. So that was very difficult. But in my mind, in the hospital, um, my goal was to be ready to get back home, to get back to my life. Before I left, I talked to um, a neurologist and she just advised me that life is going to be different. You're going to have to try to figure it out. These are the things that that are going to occur. Um, You won't do things as fast as you used to. You have to learn how to now shift everything and do it on your left side. Now, I'm predominantly right-handed. So I had to learn how to get dressed. I had to learn how to now write. I had to learn how to do housework on the other side, you know, with just that side. And so it was more than just getting familiar with the other side of your body. That's the, that's the side that works. So, um, as, as life would happen, so I get home and I'm trying to get back to the way things were and they were different. And after about six months, um, the, the difference caused, um, me to separate from my husband. And so, um, then I find myself a single mom. So I'm going through that whole process. And then, um, a year later, I went home for Christmas, which home is Chicago, Mm -hmm. which is what we would do every year. And while we, while my daughter and I were there in 2015, I lose my mother. Mm -hmm. So then we have something else new developing. So we had, my sister and I are going through that while we were there, another cousin passed away. So now we have two deaths in literally 24 hours. So we go through that. And then we come, I come back to California, uh, my sister's in Chicago, and then my cousin that we also grew up with was also, was killed in a car accident. So now I'm dealing with that. Um, so it was a lot. And the one thing that people say is you have to learn how to uh, live a new normal. But because there were so so many new normals and it was before I could get used to one, here comes another one. Because things happen, all those events happen within about a year and a half. So it was very difficult. And so when you talk about self-care, I really wasn't sure what that was. I had to actually identify it. You know, what, how do I now take care of myself in the new normal that I'm in? So one of my ways, um, well, I, I'm a Christian, so Mm -hmm. my first thought was father, because when I was in, let me back up when I was in the hospital and I'm sitting here while my strength is draining. And I said to the Lord, I said, now this event does not negate your promises for me. Wow. Wow. I don't know where it came from. I don't know if he needed to hear it or I just need to say it out loud or maybe it was a combination of both. 
but I knew he was with me. You have to know at each stage in your life, any event in your life, good, bad, or indifferent, God is still there. Even in the pandemic and the racial things that are going on, God is still with us. And I heard a, a pastor say, one of my old pastors actually said, if you knew where God was before this transpired, then it's easy to bring him into where you are if you knew where he was at the time. So as I started this journey, at each part of the journey, I had to get earthly wisdom mm -hmm. and I had to get spiritual wisdom. I had to hear the father tell me certain things to do in order for my life to, in order for me to live this new life with all these new normals. Wow. Um, so part of the journey was finding out, okay, now what do I do? Because that's the first thing everybody asked, what did you do? Well, I just, I had to take it literally step by step, but sometimes moment by moment, because all kind of emotions are coming. And okay. so you're frustrated, you're angry, even knowing God is there. You're not sure what to do. But I remember a friend of mine, um, her name was Walanda Johnson, and she's actually a, a therapist, family, uh, family marriage, family and marriage mm -hmm. therapist. And she said to me, Tasha, I know how you feel about your daughter and your 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 mind frame is I just want her to be OK. But her, her she said, now, listen to this part, though. I need you to be OK, because if you're OK, she's OK. See, and I said, OK. And that's not the route we normally go. It's always, let me make sure everybody else is okay. And then mm -hmm. we take care of ourselves later. But I'm mm -hmm. learning at, through this journey, I have to be okay and everybody else will be. Right. Because of course, as a mother, you know, the first thing we think about is our children. Because um, our mothers mm -hmm. did it, I'm sure, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so... I kept that in my mind. I said, okay, I have to be okay. So then I have to figure out what it what being okay, what that looks like. Because everybody's being okay in self-care regimen. Because self-care is not an event that just happens from time mm -hmm. to time. Mm -hmm. It's a everyday process. But it may look different every day and it may look different for different people. Um, myself, wait a minute, you're going really fast. Let me slow you down just a little bit because you're dropping some really good stuff here, <laughs> and I don't want us to miss it. Okay, you said let's back up just a little bit because you said self care. First of all, you 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 really really narrowed in on something. You said that when your friend who is a therapist, when mm -hmm. you talk to your friend who's a therapist, your friend said concerned about your daughter. Mm -hmm take care of your daughter you needed to take care of you mm -hmm. which is so medical to we what we first think especially right. mothers we we think first about the children if we're married we think about the spouse our family members others but take you was really what you were going to need to do if you were going to take care of your daughter Mm -hmm. So, so that was so so key. Something else that that you you um that you just said um that we I don't want us to gloss over and I do not want us to miss is how you had to um 
how you how you first had to stop and realize that you had to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And then I, I want to know. After, after that, you, you started talking, you started going down this other road and uh, talking about how self-care is not an event. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit more about that, because one of my statements or one of my mantras about self-care is that self-care is not an activity. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes we think self-care is just pampering myself, going mm-hmm. to the spa, getting my hair done, whatever, t- going to get my nails done. And we we relegate self-care down to pampering, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I know you know that being a um, being an independent Mary Kay consultant that you are, put that up there. <laughs> independent right. Mary Kay consultant. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so y- you said you found out that self-care is not an event. Right. Right. Talk a little bit more about that. Um, All the things that you said are different activities that we do that we incorporate into our regimen. But self-care, I believe, is a mindset because I needed to get my mind right and wrap it around everything that I have been through in such a short period of time, because Mm -hmm. there are certain things that I had to do after my divorce Mm-hmm. Um, there's certain things I had to do after the death of my mom. There okay. were certain things I had to do after I lost all mobility. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to wrap my mind around that because when you are used to functioning, it's one thing to be born and you have what people consider a disability. So you okay. just learn that's actually normal. If you're born that way, but this happened to me at 46. And so I'm 46 and I'm considered by society disabled. Well, that in itself threw me off. So I had to come up with something different. I just do things differently. I do it on one side. I'm a little bit slower, you know, those things. So you have to wrap your mind around first what's going on. And then you have to figure out how do I now operate in this area? What's going to be- how old were you, Natasha? How old were you? 46 at the time. 46. And then all of a sudden now you're labeled disabled. Right. Well, actually, when it happened, I was 44. Yes, it was a couple of years before that. Yes. 44. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I hear you. So, I mean, like you said, it's one thing. And I'm sure, you know, being born with a with a disability or um, a, a challenge mm-hmm. is one thing. But when you're going along with life, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And life just happens. Right. 44, you have, you're, I mean, you're in the prime of your life. This, I mean, you're married, you have a child, all of those things. And all of a sudden now I'm labeled disabled. And at the time I was going to school. I was going to school and, um, and it was online. So I had a lot of things on my plate and everything changed. I had to take, um, come out of school for a while and I had to figure out how now when I go home, how to operate differently because mm-hmm. my walk is different. Um, my grooming is different. 
because now I'm a little bit slower because now I have to do it one size. So I have to kind of figure it out. And but I was determined not it to not let it in my life. Wow. Because if I was still gonna be Did you hear what she said. She said she was determined not to let it in her life. That's good. Yeah, That's it good. would be a little different, but it I, I didn't feel like my life had ended because again, I feel like God, you're still here. You were okay. here the day before it happened, and so you didn't leave. Because I believe the word when it says, you'll never leave me nor forsake me. So he hasn't left. It's our perspective. Thinking just because something happened, he's left. But if he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you yesterday, then he's still there on today, irregardless of what happens. And so that self-care, feeding yourself with the word, because whatever you feed yourself with is how you're going to operate. So if I doubted God was there, everything would be negative. I would operate negative. I would see things negative. But because I knew God and because I kept him at the forefront of my thoughts, he was at the forefront when I was frustrated and mad. He was at the forefront when I didn't understand why is this happening to me. Um, at the forefront when I didn't know how to get along without my mom that I'd had all these years because I'd never been without her until after death. And so it was so many things. And I literally had to take one step at a time because the one thing that I remember, I'm a backup to when it, when I was in the hospital, after I said to him that I knew this did not negate his promises. I asked him, are you going to heal me? Now I'm. I, I know there's a lot of people out there that don't, that don't know me, but those of us who those people who know me know I'm very specific and I'm very analytical. <laughs> you're very specific and you're very analytical. Okay, all right. <laughs> and then what? Are you gonna here on Earth? Are in both, I could be healed. And so I felt as though it was here on earth. And I said, okay, now it's not going to be like the day before you take me home. Like I'll have time to walk again and all this, you know? So I asked him all that I needed to know up front because when you know, sir, you know, the Bible says that he, we, we prophesy in part. So he gives us little parts. And as long as I know you're going to heal me, I'm nosy. I want to see you do it. Just like all the people in the Bible, you did all, you parted the Red Sea, you, you pulled Moses through, you pulled Joshua through, you did all these things. So I want to see you do it for Tasha. If you don't do it, if you have no prospective person, then I want to see what you're going to do for me. Mm-hmm. I want to know what healing is going to look like. I want to see what's on the other side, but I can only see on the other side if I get over there. Okay. Okay. So at that point, whatever it took, we're going to see what's on the other side. Okay. Now, from there to now in my journey, has it been easy? Absolutely not. But has it been worth it? for where I am today and what I feel today? Absolutely. Now, am I walking without this brace? No, but it's coming. Okay. I'm still on the journey. Okay. Um, but I just believe that when God gives us promises in order for other people to benefit, 
we have to go through it. The problem is sometimes when we get in a journey after yeah. we did yes, we like, wait a minute, I didn't mean this when I said yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, don't what, you don't know what that yes means. You don't know you what that means. You do not know what that yes means. Right. So, so you, okay, so Tasha, you know, you asked God if he's going to heal you. Mm-hmm. And um, today, how many years has it been? It's been four years. Four no, no, years. it's been six. I'm sorry. It's been six. Six years. So you're 50. 51. 51. Mm-hmm. And um, so for the past six years, you've been um, living with this, um, with the effects of your stroke, which yes. is paralysis on your right side. Mm-hmm. So can I ask you this question? What does healing look like for you now? Because, you know, sometimes when we ask for healing, we tend to go straight to, you know, the physical, whatever the problem is being totally resolved. But your current condition mm-hmm. is what is that like for you and um and how do you define healing now on this side i well i i'm still waiting on the manifested healing because i want to lift my hand i mean i want i want to lift my arm completely up i want I want that mobility. I want to be able to write with my right hand. I want to be able to walk in heels, not wear a brace because my ankle doesn't flex. And are, you doing, doesn't flex. are you doing therapy and physical yeah. therapy treatment? What kind of treatment are you doing? Um, I do occupational therapy. I have an occupational therapist. I don't go right now because of the pandemic. Okay. Um, and then I have a physical therapist. So for my arm and for my leg. Um, but in the meantime, I started doing yoga. <laughs> and, um, uh, who are you doing yoga with, ma'am? <laughs> Dr. Tony. <laughs> and Jada um, Wright. Yes. Uh, okay, Jada Wright. She's in my Monday night yoga group, y'all. She's in my Monday night yoga group. And you can learn about the Monday night yoga group. Email me. Uh, you can go to my website, drtonyalvarado.com. Shoot mm-hmm. me uh, an email or contact, and I'll tell you how to get uh, get with the uh, Monday Night Yoga Group with yeah. Jada. Wright. I'm not the yoga instructor, but I'm the host of the of this particular yoga group of women who meet every Monday night. And Latasha is in our yoga group. Okay, good. Tell them how you're doing yoga. Uh, so I I do it like I am. I do what I can. I didn't know anything, and this is a see. There you go, dropping stuff. I oh. do. See, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's the kind of healing. That's what I mean when I ask you, how do you define healing now? Because sometimes we we think if we're not totally 100 percent put back together or doing what we were doing before, Mm -hmm. that we're not healed. But the fact, A, that you're alive. Yes. That you're breathing on your own. You're not hooked up to machines or anything. No pun intended, Mm -hmm. you have a stroke that has literally paralyzed, you have paralysis on the right side of your body. Yeah, so um, at in the beginning, I mean, I'm still, I still want to do those things, but in the beginning, yes, I think I looked at 
I'm not healed until I can write again and use my arm again and use my and walk without a brace and uh, wear heels and all those things. But as as the journey went on, as I was able to do different things, that to me was healing because with a stroke, even though your body is affected, it's actually a injury to your brain. It is. So Mm -hmm. at the time I was in school, so I went back to school to take some classes at a junior college because I had to make sure that I could still do what I did before, before I went back to the university. Okay. So I did that and I accomplished that. So I took some classes and I did very well in them. Um, The way I study is different and the way I retain information is different, but I can still do it. So that in itself is a victory. And I think healing now, it's, it's whatever you can do that you find victory in. Oh, Whatever you can do where you find there's victory, that's healing. So I might not be able to run, let's just say, but Mm -hmm. I can walk and I can do things with my daughter. To me, that's victory. That's healing. Mm -hmm. Um, And as you as I went, as I go on the journey, I see more and more I could do. So you happen to be with um, Bishop. and you guys were live, and I think we were back at his hometown. And you guys were talking, and you were talking about uh, stress-free events or trying to be stress-free. And I remember saying, oh, yoga. And so I typed in, and you said, yeah, yoga. And I thought, maybe I should go and see what this yoga is about. I've never done yoga before. Mm-hmm. I, the only thing I knew about yoga, it was a lot of stretching. And I said, well, let me try that because with the pandemic, I'm not going to where I go to get my therapy. So I remember you inboxed me all the information. I said, well, let me surprise my sister because she's doing it. That'll give us something to do together. And it makes you, because we're online, it makes like, it seems like we're closer. So I went to the yoga class and I'm doing some things I can't do at all. So the things that I can do, I would do. So one of the things that you guys do is you get on all fours. And I can't stretch my hand out to get on all fours. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to get my hand out and I just kept stretching it. And I found myself relaxing because when you've had a stroke, you've seen people where their arm is closer to their body and their Mm -hmm. fingers because you have two muscles, one to pull in and one that pulls out. And so it's easier for this muscle to come in. So I found myself relaxing and I think it was probably the second, no, I think it was the third week. I was able to open my fingers and they would sit there for a few minutes and then it would kind of close back again. And I thought, am I seeing things? So I did it again. I called my daughter in the room and she's like, what mom? And I'm showing and she's like, oh my God, now you really have to cut your nails. And so it was so funny. And I don't think she really knew the totality of what God had done in that moment. But she was just so excited that I could do it. She was just, we were celebrating together. And that to me was like one of the biggest victories I've had in all that I've done. I mean, I've had to learn how to cook. I had to learn how to drive. I had to, you know, I travel with her and, and I go on, I go places with my family and things of that nature. But that moment right there, it made me remember that he 
what he promised, that he would heal me. And I knew I was on my way. And I had never done this before. And I know this pandemic has been horrific in so many ways. But there's, but if we look at some of the things that it has done, I don't know if I would have did yoga had we not been in this. I'd have been at therapy. Wow. You know, you might not, I don't know if you always, I know you're always exercising. You're always doing something. <laughs> you might not have done yoga in the pandemic. I don't know if you did it before. Well, I, I did it. Following I, did, you I did yoga, but I did it at the gym. Oh, okay. But then, like you said, doing the shift and doing what we can do. So this pandemic has brought about so many shifts. Mm -hmm. One of the shifts for me was I was going to the gym every uh, five days a week and I would meet my trainer at seven. And on Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I would leave from my trainer and go into the yoga session at the gym. But when everything shut down, one of the first things that closed in Georgia was the gyms. Oh, and so, but I already had workout equipment at home in one of my garages years ago. I turned my into I started going to when I found this with my trainer, my particular trainer, Gabe. I started going to the gym where he works, and so I was not really using my gym at home. So mm -hmm. this pandemic made me have to come back home, and so Gabe started coming to me three days a week, and so then I but I was still missing yoga. And so I've done yoga with Jada Wright before. And um, and when I um I reached out to her, I said, Jada session for this podcast. And um I afterwards I spoke to her and I said, Are you doing any virtual yoga? And she said, as a matter of fact, I have a few. And so she was like, yes, if you want to host a, a group or a group of ladies. And I was like, yes, let's do it. So we meet on Monday nights. And but it's been a real blessing. And what I'm finding is it's not just blessing me, but it's been a blessing to others. And what I'm about is you're in San Diego. Janine and Felicia are in Chicago. And um Melody is in um she goes between uh Virginia and North Carolina, Charlotte, and, uh, and and Virginia, and then I think um, who else? Um, someone else is in in North Carolina. I got two or three women from North Carolina on there. A couple of women from Chicago, my aunt, and some others. Mm -hmm. And so we're from all over the country, but we're able to come together on Monday nights for this yoga session, and it is wonderful. So if you're interested in being oh, a yeah. part of the yoga session. Um, there again, I'm putting my website up there so you can contact me there. I have a contact form there. You can email me um, and, and we can um, we can talk about um, how you can get involved in the yoga. But so Latasha, that I was so proud to hear that you did not allow. And this is so important, important um, when you're talking about overcoming trauma, pain and abuse. And you didn't even really get into the abuse part. Um, but I, I'm, I wanted to hear a little bit about that because you said that the stroke changed even your relationship with your husband. Yeah. And so, yeah. and, um, so I'm, what kind of, what kind of trauma, pain or abuse did you experience there that you had to overcome? Um, when I, when you have a, a, a stroke, what they tell you, 
um, because you have counselors that come in and talk to you. And the one counselor said, you know, things are going to be different. So you guys are going to have to really like I would have to be patient with myself because I'm different and I'll be frustrated because now I'm doing stuff, you know, with the other side of my body. So I might not do it as fast or as good as I did before and then learning new stuff. So I would have to be patient with me, but as him as well. Um, I found that the other thing that they say when you have a stroke is the first thing you want to know is when she's going to be better. When am I going to be better? And you don't know because again, it's a trauma to the head, to your brain. And it's when your brain heals that everything else heals. And so you don't know because everybody is different. I've known people that had a stroke like I did and they're fine walking around hands up. And I'm thinking, what? And so I had to remember, okay, it's, it's, it's everybody is different. And what God, yeah. And what God is doing in you because of your stroke is different than what they're, what he's doing with them. So you can't focus on that, mm-hmm. but we tend to do that. And I really just believe that he could not handle it um, because they tell you, we don't know she could be like this for the rest of her life. Um, or she can heal tomorrow and be completely fine. Um, and I just think that was something he did not know how to handle. Oh, and God. so when I came home, it was very different. It was very different. Um, we weren't as close. Um, the communication wasn't there and things of that nature. Now, does it happen to everybody? No, because I've heard of couples who were fine and I had to deal with that in my mind too. Well, what could I have done better? What would cause this? And, and well, why couldn't he handle it? And what? So you go through all that stuff in your mind. And for people who say, well, you know, you're a Christian, so you don't need counselors. Forget about that because yes, you do. You need somebody to talk that thing through. You Because here's the thing. If you don't talk it out, you're going to talk it inward. And so your, your, the inside of your body is going to hear everything that you are saying and you're not a professional. At least I wasn't a professional. No. And I talk things out. And what happens is... And I even if you are, Tasha, even if you are a, a mental health therapist, every therapist needs a therapist. Yes. And That's so exactly you, can't, you, cannot, mm-hmm. you cannot heal you. You know, you can't talk yourself through that by yourself. You need some other people to talk that out to help you process that. And so I appreciate you saying that even as a Christian, you know, we, you know, and, you know, just even in our culture as African-Americans, sometimes we do not seek counseling. We don't seek therapy. We don't seek the help that we need. And so we try to internalize, we try to work through that on our own. And oftentimes, like you said, if you're not talking it out, you're talking it inward and that's causing whole, a whole bunch of other problems. Wow. Right. So your wholeness has been interesting because you went from having the stroke to going through the divorce and then having to lose mom. Um, and of course, you know, I love my, my godmother. Um, and it was just, um, you know, a shock. None of us. I, I remember that day. I remember it, and I often, you know, right around that time of year, I often remember getting that phone call, mm. and just how shocked we were to lose Mama. And but to see, you know, and to be there. And what was amazing, you know, I was at the home going mm-hmm. for Mom, and you, you because you're a dancer, 
Mm-hmm. You even talk about how this has impacted you ministry wise and things of that nature. <laughs> but um, what was so touching was when you stood up at mom's funeral, at your mother's funeral, and you danced, but you had your daughter be your right side. Mm-hmm. So you did the left side, what mm-hmm. you would do. Isn't that amazing? And then yeah. your daughter did everything on the right side. And it was, you all, it was absolutely phenomenal to see this mother-daughter ministry that happened as you were saying your goodbye to your own mother mm-hmm. and how you just, you stood there and you you did what you could do in tribute mm-hmm. to your mother. And it's just such an honor to watch you grow up and be this powerful woman and overcome the things that you have overcome. I'm just so, so proud of you. So as we, as we begin to, um, to wrap up, I want to, I want to share, I want you to share one last thing that with our audience, I want them to be able to, you know, hear from you just a final kind of word of encouragement in this whole idea of overcoming but I also want them to know how they can find you so they can follow you on Facebook at Latasha Joanne. I'll put that mm-hmm. on the screen. They can follow you there. Um, and um, do you want them to, can, if, if someone wants to email you, how can they email, can they contact you? Um, Latasha, jo, Latasha J. Watson at gmail.com. Latasha J. Watson at gmail.com. gmail.com. There it is. Latasha J. Watson at gmail.com. So um, if someone wants to just email you and um, maybe just ask you about your journey um, Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe even somebody else may want you to share. Okay. That's (laughs) fine. I'm telling you, your story is powerful. Thank you. Your story is powerful. And you still have that beautiful smile. I still see that little girl, that little chubby chubby girl. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> but so what is what what can you what can you um share with us you're part of the harmonize your life self-care network you're part of that um and um you join yoga with us on monday nights what um what what's your final word that you can give to um our audience today i would say at the at the end of the day every journey And believe that God has your back. What we should have did. I'm gonna let you say that again because we're having we're having some problems hearing you in the studio, Latasha. So I'm gonna give you a second. I think that's just a little connection issue right there. But as soon as it clears up, I'm going to have you say your your final words to us. And um, but I want I want our our listening audience to know that Latasha has a powerful story and you need to reach out to her. Follow her on uh, Facebook at Latasha Joanne and you can email her at Latasha J. Watson at Gmail dot com. I'm so proud that she is um, a member of our uh, Harmonize Your Life uh, Women's Self-Care Network. 
And so Latasha, one more time, we had a little bit of, um, um, you know. Okay. So we didn't hear your final words. So will you repeat that for us? Okay. Um, I was saying that everybody has a journey and everybody's journey is different. Mm -hmm. And the audience that you have to help someone, you have to make it through your journey. Because at the end of the day, we have to remember that God is in control of everything. Nothing happens without his control, without him knowing. And he's not, when I had a stroke, he didn't get scared like, oh my God, angels, what are we going to do? Latasha had a stroke. He knew He was right there with me every step of the way. And at the end of the day, irregardless of everything that has happened to me, at the end of the day, my pastor always says, this is about you and the father. Whatever I need to learn, wherever I need to grow, it's between me and him. And then I'm able to help people that need what I have. Because who I can help Maybe Dr. Tony can't reach them, but if I didn't make it through my journey, then they're just standing there waiting for someone else to take the same journey. You see, and that's why I call it a journey. That's why my book, (laughs) Harmonize Your Life, a journey. Y'all see that? A journey towards self-care because it's a journey. Yeah, It, It is a journey. It's not, um, it, and it's a constant every day, mm-hmm. moving, taking, doing what I can do today. Right. Taking it, I heard you say, taking it one step at a time, one more at a time. Yes. You wanted to be further down the road than you are now, you know, but you have to take it one moment and one step at a time. And mm-hmm. I'm just didn't know all of what you were going to be able to do, but you did. I heard, oh, I love what you said. I did what I could do. Mm-hmm. And then look what happened. Three weeks in, you were able to stretch the hand out in a way that you haven't been able to do. And mm-hmm. so I'm just, I'm just so, so, so proud of you. And you started a new business, right? You're, you're- yes. Yes, so- I do. I'm a Mary Kay beauty consultant. And even that, um, it's so interesting. I had done it 25 years ago with my best friend, Renita, and when we lived in Wisconsin. And then I didn't think about it anymore. And since this stroke, I've been thinking, what could I do? Because going to a job, trying to type and all those different things I'm unable to do right now. And so when this pandemic hit, she had talked to me about the same friend was like, hey, I'm going to do Mary Kay. What do you think about that? And I said, how do you do facials? Because, you know, we, we have to stay away from people. She said, you can do it virtually. I, I said, oh, the computer? And she was like, yeah. And so I started doing that. And so I do virtual um, facials and little spa, you know, spa at home. You know, it's not the spa that you go to, but a little spa at home to help there. And you never know what people need. Sometimes people just need to talk. I had um, actually I did one yesterday with my niece and my cousin and my sister Janine. And we had such a good time doing these facials, but we were talking because people need to talk. They need to say what's going on. And you never know what God is wanting to do through you through this time. So be open. Listen, y'all see, I put her email up there. You all email her and book her for one of these virtual facials. I'm going to, I want one. I want a virtual okay. face. <laughs> 
I want a virtual facial. And okay. I, I just love that. You have not allowed that stroke to stop you from moving, no. moving your life forward. You said, I want to live. Yes. I'm going to live. And I, I love that. You are living and you are living victoriously. Latasha, thank you again. Thank you so much, Dr. Tony. Thank you so much for coming on to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. You all subscribe to my YouTube channel. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Go to the website. Join the Harmonize Your Life uh, Self-Care Network Women. Come on. We have we are growing too. Our network yes. is growing, Latasha. It's I growing. Know. I mean, and I'm telling you, you get the you get you get to get um, when you join the network, you get the link to Tea Time with Dr. Tony. And I'm telling you, Tea Time is it's good. <laughs> it is absolutely amazing. And so Latasha is a part of that. Latasha is a part of the network. She's in our Monday night yoga group. Look her up. Uh, follow her. You saw that. Follow her on Facebook. I'll put that up one more time. You can follow her on Facebook at Latasha Joanne. You can email her at Latasha at gmail.com and you can uh, continue to be a part of this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much, Latasha. Thank, thank you. you. We'll see you all again next week. Hi, this is Dr. Tony Alvarado. I am so delighted about bringing the Harmonize Your Life podcast to you. Would you do me a favor? If you are enjoying this this podcast, would you email me at hello at drtonyalvarado.com? I want to hear from you. I want your feedback. I want to know if there are any other topics that you are interested in as it relates to wellness, self-care, nutrition, or just overall bringing harmony into your life. Email me, contact me at hello at drtonyalvarado.com.